You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, how's it going? It's Fashion O'Clock and you're with Manish. Today we have with us the iconic Tarun Tahiliani. Tarun needs no introduction. He's the first and the last word in Indian fashion. The Doyen of Drapes recently launched Taswa a menswear label in the scenic Varanasi and we are so glad he could take some time off his busy schedule and join us good morning manish this is tarun jahiliani thank you so much tarun for joining i'd love to know from you what's the design philosophy behind taswa the design philosophy behind taswa was very simply that i think in western clothing we've gone ahead in leaps and bounds in terms of the ready wear market ready to wear market perhaps because india was a market that did a lot of exports you know from trousers to basic t-shirts to shirts we really moved ahead and got a whole structure going for organized manufacture of western clothing but in the indian sector there are very few national players it stayed very recently very recently one went to tailors to get made and this offered a little more of a challenge because of sizing different kinds of fabrics many more matchings and really there was no western model to emulate so taswa really the philosophy is to bring together my expertise from 30 years of working in a studio fitting and being very particular about finish and comfort and fortunately my partner aditya birla fashions whose expertise is from there to take it to grade to make patterns to organize production on a massive scale to get the economies of scale to set up factories and then to open stores which they will run perfectly and professionally to provide the service that people would expect from a collaboration of this sort and also the fitting this is a very simple philosophy behind taswa that i don't think Indians in the premium or middle to upper middle class need to switch to just awful synthetic clothes but that I think we can offer them a fantastic value proposition in this space which together we have combined our forces to do as we speak we're opening our first store who's the taswa man if you ask me who's the taswa man he's yet to be defined but it's a it's a man from his late teens i would say to well into the 70s anyone who really likes to shop for nice and in clothes because there's something in it for everybody a lot of it is aimed at you know young millennials or gen z who are the target age group to get married and who because they want western clothes understand how clothes should fit on them if they don't live in track pants which many of them do besides this there's for older people like myself there's a premium segment which uses slightly finer fabrics and fabrics that are easier to breathe in and perhaps a little more expensive like linens we have a lot of wonderful colors for occasion wear from a mehndi to a sangi to a pooja we want to really be the well tailored alternative to everything so the taswa man is the man who really values tradition but with technology that is fit how do you see men's fashion evolving post pandemic i think that men's fashion like everything else post pandemic went into some kind of uh, 
overdrive because people hadn't shopped for a while. Men tend to be more casual. But a lot of men who come to see me, even at the TT luxury store, say, oh my God, we didn't realize that menswear could be so comfortable. We thought it was just uncomfortable. And that's crazy because Indian clothing is so comfortable when it's done correctly in the right fabrics. So I think that men are going to be a lot more demanding of comfort. People have connected with themselves. They're going to buy less and buy better, which anyway men did. We don't really care who else is wearing the same thing or, you know, there are three people in the room wearing the same thing. We're very driven by comfort, fit and the how it looks. Do you see the Roaring Twenties exuberance making a comeback? Do I see the Roaring Twenties exuberance making a comeback? Well, I think that the new variant, first Delta and now uh, the new O variant is taking care of that. I think that it's a folly we have in my own house of wedding of my younger son. And we're deeply concerned about what one should do. And you know what, that we'll have to take a call literally two weeks before to see what protocols need to be followed depending on the severity of infection rates at that time. We have dinner this Friday and we're all going to be uh, tested before going to dinner and we're keeping it to the 50 level limit. So honestly, Roaring Twenties might be a reaction from people who've been cooped up, but it's not a logical thing. It's not as if this war has been won. The war is still continuing. The numbers are going up. There's half the world that because of poverty has not been vaccinated and that's where the, 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 the virus lives. And when it survives in the body for that long, it mutates. So we're in constant danger and threat. I don't think Roaring Twenties is the answer at this point. Have you tweaked your co-design aesthetic to cater to the Gen Z taste? Well, we have a section in our uh, offering which is called Modern. And Modern really means that we're challenging notions of Indian clothing. So kurtas have drapes attached, which anyway I love because I've always loved structured draping in the luxury line. We have asymmetrical hemlines. We have things that really feel a little more edgy within the Indian aesthetic of occasion wear. I'd say a good example of this is a design house like Shantanu Nikhil, who do lots of trendy, cool ideas where at different levels. So we're basically going to be developing this further. I love draping and so it'll have a very particular TT aesthetic. Gender fluid style, thanks to the likes of Harry Styles, has been the key menswear phenomenon. To be honest, I don't really see Indian men borrowing too much from their women, except in one category, which is shawls, uh, maybe sweatpants, but not really in the form. It's a little different, women borrowing men's clothes, because Indian women are the luckiest in that they can go from track pants to saris to lehengas to shalwar kameez to anarkalis to short dresses to evening gowns. I mean, the range of clothing that Indian women get to wear is unmatched by any species of women on this planet, any country. Men, however, are going back from being Western, I think, to rediscovering India and being comfortable with it. So I think that basically... I don't think, besides the shawls, scarves, stoles, that sort of space, I don't think there's a lot to borrow from women's closets because anyway, male and female bodies are very different. So unless they're coincidentally the same size, you know, how are you going to borrow a pair of pants, let's say? 
uh, and things are cut differently for different anatomies. But I certainly think in the shawl space, chadar, odhna, you certainly can borrow what you want. Athleisure and street-inspired dressing have influenced couture and luxury space. Well, I think to answer the question about athleisure and street-inspired dressing influencing couture and luxury space, I think it's true much more in the West. I think in India, with this particular market, we're going back from being Western to being Indian. You know, when I was a young child, a lot of my uncles got married in suits while wearing safars. Now that I'm older, I would never, I would, I would be shocked if I saw this. It looked totally mad. And nobody, not a single person I know would wear that. They might wear a suit for a reception, but even there people want to be Indianesque, this modern version. Do you see active wear and street influences impacting the rarefied luxury and couture space more in the coming season? Or we'll go back to the rigid codes of couture and bespoke. So in terms of active and street wear, I think the Indian aesthetic is very different. But I think in this modern section, asymmetrical uh, draping and what I actually, more than anything else, the use of certain fabrics. So we started using a lot of knitwear in kurtas, in bandis and in mangalas. And to me, that's very exciting because it gives you the option of a very modern fit and great comfort to something as opposed to something that's tailored. But what is Indian streetwear? For me, the high level of Indian streetwear, if you like, because when I go to something like the Kumbh Mela, and there's millions of people roaming around just draped in lungis, bandis, shirts, all different lengths, we've always used that as an inspiration in our women's wear, and it's coming back to be used in our men's wear. So in that respect, it'll come out of Indian sadhus and, you know, the freedom from another life, not so much from, let's say, inner city rappers where streetwear trends might come from abroad. At least I certainly hope so. Men's tailoring techniques have come a long way from broken tailoring to suits presented with feather accents seen at labels like Gucci of late. Is the classic suit dead or you think we'll see its more quirky iterations in the future? I don't think that the classic Savile Row tailoring is dead. It's so refined and so rarefied. It was for the very few who at the time and could afford it and the people whose bodies don't change a lot. I know people, Gujaratis who grew up, uh, who spent a lot of time abroad and came from very wealthy families who wear their clothes 40 years on. And you know, that really brings me to the whole idea of sustainability. If you buy beautiful things that you love, you're going to keep them and wear them for a long time as opposed to fast fashion which you buy and toss and as you all might know 90 billion pieces of clothing are going into landfills everywhere while half the planet is really suffering and more than that you know it's not sustainable so i don't think it's several rows dead i think style um, and fashion have been democratized because of online because ideas travel much freer and technologies are now making things much more accessible to different kinds of people. So I think that in the world where there's so much overload to stand out, people are often or designers often do things that are crazy just to get noticed. And also like never before, this is the age where people are free 
to express themselves in any which way they want. And certainly dress is the most visible way of self-expression. We recently had used models who are four foot seven. We had non-binary defined models who don't identify with being male or female. So they dress you know, in both um, kinds of clothing and never before has the planet been so open to this sort of thing. The very fact that there's a festival like called the Burning Man where people go in and dress in the craziest places just as an expression of free expression, knowing that this is a safe zone. To me, that's at the vanguard of what's to come. I don't think that beautiful tailoring will ever be dead. I think there's a much bigger planet and much bigger world and there's room for everybody. A few style for bar if you could share, which you would notice Indian men making and should possibly avoid. I think the biggest faux pas that Indians make is that they keep looking at very fit actors who often airbrushed on in from Bollywood and think that they should emulate them. Well, you know, they live and dance and sing for a living. And, you know, they're very toned, they work out for hours every day, their future depends on it. So I think that we come from a deep and beautiful old culture. I think it's so much nicer for people to find their own self-expression than constantly trying to emulate something that they can't be. I think that time is long over, I hope. And I think that a lot of Indians have the self-confidence to just be themselves. And as long as they do that, there can never be a faux pas. The iconic Tarun Tahilyani has time and again reinvented his design vocabulary. With Taswa, he takes menswear in a new direction with luscious blends of brocade, jacquard and khadi realized in creamy off-whites, maroons and blacks with incredible tone-on-tone embroidery. I can't wait to shop from this line. Catch you guys next week. Ciao for now. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.